0: This report was released by the Nonpartisan National Campaign to Prevent Teen and Unplanned Pregnancy. That's all they do. They just were like, we're going to be wonky. We want to know how to prevent unplanned pregnancies. That's all we want to know. And we're just going to see all the methods, and then we're going to measure them. And we're going to measure them without uh, caring how it works out. We're just going to tell you the truth. Now, the reason why this report has such big stakes is right now, I mean, you know, how this administration has promoted this crap. It's like the biggest barrel of money for nothing you ever heard of. Right now, there's a bill for $141 million in assistance for community-based abstinence-only sex education programs. And in the past, we've had plenty of schools all over the country who can't even get funds to teach health classes unless they agree to abstinence education. So it's been blackmail. It's like you either teach this Or, you know, no school lunches for you. Everything's been tied to abstinence organization. Now, this got reported uh, all over the place, every major news outlet. But I wanted to see the report itself. And it's very long. You can find it. If you go to my blog, you can look it up. You can read the whole darn thing. But I thought the summary kind of said it all. It says several potential mediators of teen sexual abstinence commonly addressed by the abstinence program curricula are found to have no association with sexual abstinence three to five years later. Now, do you understand what that means? The stuff that they've been promoting, none of it worked at all. Just end of story. Notable among these curriculum projects are things like self-concept refusal skills, communication with parents, perceptions of negative consequences from teen sex and pledging to abstain from sex so the purity balls didn't work telling people you're going to get AIDS and die and you're going to get knocked up and your life is going to be horrible didn't work teaching them, having them do a little play acting where they go no Jeff, I'm not ready for that didn't work Uh, self esteem, gosh you're a beautiful girl Marjorie, you should believe in yourself you could be president one day eh Didn't work. Communicating with parents. Marjorie, Jeff, we'd love to talk to you about your future sex life. We want to keep the lines of communication open. Uh, Didn't work. (laughs) Didn't work. Didn't work. (laughs) The only thing that worked, and I know this is going to come as a big surprise to all the human beings out there, is that when young people are really young... Among their peers, they don't think it's cool to have sex and they don't want to have sex because they're scared of having sex. So among the 11 and 12 year olds, hardly anyone was having sex because it, you are know, like no one wanted to, man. And like, ooh, you're going to have sex. ooh, you're gross. ugh. Like in among themselves with no adults present, there was a peer sense that it was uncool or unimportant to have sex and then as junior high school went through by the time was ninth grade there was still most people were like sex no not happening or "Mm, maybe I'll do this or maybe I'll do that but I'm not gonna go very far and just a few people were beginning however by high school things really start changing (laughs) early college years things keep on changing and the notion that you can keep everyone acting 10 years old falls apart You can always count on the 10-year-olds to advocate among themselves for not having sex because they're 10. You don't even have to help them along. They just do it all by themselves because they're not ready. And the 18-year-olds, they are ready. And so they're going to talk about it, and their peer consciousness is going to change.